Brad Hort talks sci-fi and magicians. Welcome back to Phil Ring, folks. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back to Fillory. Uh, we are not the Foo Fighters, just in case you were wondering. No, we're not. At all. Even close, <laughs> really. No. You know, Foo Fighters was the name of, during World War II, when they used to see like UFOs and stuff like that, they actually named them Foo Fighters. Oh, okay. Story. So they weren't named for the Florian... Um, activists who were against all the little earth children coming and taking over their kingdom well they could have been flying around i guess maybe it could i mean because it makes sense because technically the earth people are aliens uh, this is very true in a way <laughs> yeah darn break bill's breaths i know it's just kind of crazy <laughs> Coming over, stealing the land and people's girlfriends. It's just not right. I know, right? And teaching gardening and stuff. Well, no, that was necessary. Well, yeah. Like, how else would they have known about poo? Because they did break it. But anyhow, before we break down the episode, (laughs) just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. And if there's a show or movie that you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. So, Court, let the good people know how they can reach us. Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jindev, and he's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles as they're being posted. Check out Pure Fandom on Facebook, and you can also find a couple of Facebook groups there. We have our Brad and Court Talk Facebook group. You can find us there talking about everything that we happen to like, which is everything. Uh, You'll find us posting about Riverdale, The Magicians, and when 12 Monkeys comes back, we'll be talking about that. If if we like it or if anybody in the group likes it, we're talking about it. Right. And mostly it's sci-fi related or TV related or pop culture related. It's just there. We also have our Van Helsing group that's still going very strong, and uh, we're posting into that as we get different news or pictures or anything that's happening because they started filming last month. Yes, they did. So I've that's been, a lot of fun. I've been slacking off a little bit. I've been really busy this last week, so... Understandable. You've got all these uh, race 5K, 10K things you're doing. Stuff and things, yeah. I did run seven miles today, though, so there's that. I'm jealous. I'm tired, so there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but we're doing all that, so check us out on Twitter or Facebook. Come and stop in the group and chat with us, especially during the show. We like to live live chat, live discuss, live tweet, whatever you call it. Yep, we'll have a live chat group up there on every Wednesday during Magician's is going so come in there chat talk stuff and things yeah and if anybody comes over i like to also live tweet for riverdale on twitter and if you want to we can also do that on the facebook group so just let me know oh, yes it's so good I like it it is it is so this week's episode of the magicians was cheat day and we're on episode five already it's weird uh it was directed by joshua butler written by mike moore not michael moore but mike moore Everyone grieves in their own way. Quentin takes a little vacation from his worries. Penny seeks a little help from his old mentor, Mayakovsky. Both Elliot and Julia have some interesting news and similar reactions to this news. Julia just can't catch a break, right? Right. Yeah. She makes an appointment stat, and there's also um, an assassination attempt by the Foo Fighters. And no, not the band. (laughs) Just in case you didn't know that was a band, that's a band. If you didn't Uh, know that... Go to YouTube. It's your friend. Margo's reaction to that was just classic. Really? The, really? The Foo Fighters? But her reaction was my reaction. Uh-huh. Like, every time she would say it, I, I was it was in my head. Now I just want to know, why are they the Foo Fighters? What's the, you know, what's the, where's the Foo part? Some Brick Bills kid did it. I know. It, 
Yeah, probably. They left music and we just liked it. Florian Rebels. Mm-hmm. Foo Fighters. It works. So we did find out now that Penny has his hands back. His hands really they are aren't not his. his hands. They're not his. Right. I found that interesting. Yeah. I, I'm still going. This is going with part of his training thing. He's going to be the teacher. Now, mm-hmm. he can still travel, which is good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that magic thing, kind of. So maybe he's back to square one. Like, when when he when we first started the show, like, everybody was great with their magic stuff for Quentin. But, like, Penny, he already knew what he was doing. But he's going to have to go all the way back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. He can still travel, like you said, but... Uh, Later on, we have that thing where he's like, look, this is not the Karate Kid. I'm sick of this. Show me something for real. <laughs> and if you remember from the Karate Kid, he had him doing like little movements and things to get him started again from square one. Right. Like to walk, you have to crawl first. I That's was just dying about that. It's like, okay, I need you to undo undo knots. Okay. Now I need you to make sawdust of the table. <laughs> wax cool. on, wax off. And I'm just like, Mr. Miyagi, just... You know, there you are, right there. <laughs> and I'm waiting for him to go, okay, now sawdust. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, uh, Dean Fogg sent him to Marikovsky. Mm-hmm. And also, Dean Fogg apparently sent Quentin to Plaxco. Like, that's how Quentin en- ended up where he is. Right. Which was kind of interesting. So, so, is Plaxco just uh, like a dumping ground or vacation land for any kids from break bills that needed a break or couldn't quite do their thing? Because, of course, we see somebody who was there at break bills before. Mm-hmm. We do. And yeah. it just seems like it's a place. I, I was kind of wondering about that. It's like a place where they can go to and work, and but... Or not work and do stuff that you really shouldn't be doing at work. Yeah, they had a lot of <laughs> a lot of self pleasurization going on after work, apparently in that building. And I was thinking, hmm, okay then. It's a thing. Uh, yeah, at work, everybody does it. Join the club. Yeah, but at the beginning of the episode, when we saw Elliot, not Elliot, um, we saw Quentin at Plexco and he's just doing business. And I was thinking about what you were talking about last week where you said Quentin was just going to disappear for a couple of weeks or months or whatever to get his shit together. And you were right. He did disappear kind of sort of to work on his, his self and get over whatever happened with Alice, like her, her death and everything and the whole thing with magic where he doesn't want anything to do with it, but he, he does, he's still doing little things with magic. It's, it's a reflex for him. Right. And I think the deep sent him there just because, you know, okay, you need to decompress. You have shock, and you need to go somewhere. And like we said, we know that Emily was there. Yeah. Uh, we we met Emily before. I yeah. think they send them to these places because she's probably not the only one there. There's probably somebody else a little bit yeah. higher up that's watching over to make sure, you know, it's a powerful wizard. You kind of got to watch out for these people. Yeah, for sure. And it's funny because I feel like she had detoxed herself of magic completely and she was doing okay until Quentin all of a sudden shows up and starts using little teeny tiny bits of magic. Mm -hmm. And then she's back on the train. Because like we saw last season with Julia, magic is an addiction or it can be an addiction. Oh, exactly. But yeah, Quentin couldn't even open a can can up without doing (laughs) magic on it. So I'm like, dude, come on. Second nature now. Exactly. It's like, I can't do it. Here, we'll just do it this way. And then he gets busted. And then yeah, they, that boy's not meant for the simple life. Her, him, and Emily though—that was a really interesting combination because you know we know that Emily is the reason why Alice's 
brother's dead, Charlie. Yeah. Yep. All because she was trying to look better for a teacher. Yeah. Which was not the teacher that I was fully expecting at all, but <laughs> that was an interesting one there. I, I like that actor, though. He's been in a lot. Oh, I do, too. And it, I like him. I think his character is fascinating. And that, the fact that he got banished, basically, yeah. for, for doing what he did. I mean, you know, repercussions yeah. because of a, chick, uh, of a student dying. Yeah. But those two together, that was a weird... Combination, yeah, for sure. Yeah, weird combination. Yeah. Yeah. His, Quentin's storyline with Emily, it was, it was interesting. And... I, I know people, like I said, people deal with their grief in, in their own special way. And I was really hoping that he wouldn't hook up with her. I just didn't want it to happen. Well, he, like, I felt like it was too soon. Yeah, well, he was, he was drinking an awful lot. Yeah, he was drinking and they were smoking. And I'm trying to remember. So she, of course, did the whole glamour thing so that he would look like the professor, which was weird. Uh, and I know at one point in time, she looked like Alice, right? Uh, yeah, she did. Well, yeah. that was her whole thing too. I I gotta admit, admit I love the little smoke ring things. That was a great. Oh, that was awesome. And then like, she does what would you say? You uh, you spell your you spell your mouth. Right. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. So, but she had the the basically the glamour. Oh uh, um, yes. Spell that happened when they got wet. She they would turn into whoever she was looking for. It's yeah. their memory. So he became Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> Which was an interesting take and finding out who she was actually, you know, in love with. And she became Alice. And they just was had she... this little huggy thing going on there. What? No, he became the professor. He didn't become Charlie. No, I'm he... sorry. Not Charlie, but. Oh, don't freak me out. I'm like, wait a minute. I missed that part? Because that would have been extra weird if Charlie and Alice, because that was Alice's brother. Gross, Brad. I know. This I'm not sorry. Game of Thrones. I meant, yeah, I meant the professor. Myoski. Okay. Myoski. Don't, don't, don't do that. Okay, but uh, sorry. <laughs> it's not getting. Game of Thrones was referenced, so it is it possible. It was. It's dark. So they had they had their moment there. And, you know, he just. She needed it. She was like, oh, that was great. And he's like, I'm just feel weird now. So. Yeah. Like, cheat day was over at that point in time. He had the day. They took a vacation from their worries, and they just gave in to everything that they wanted. Like, she got to get into the magic, and he just, I guess, cut off whatever feelings that he was having about losing Alice at that point. Because, as we know, he was was writing some email to Alice's parents. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was at the very end there. Uh, if, we're, if we're just going to jump around, I can well, no, 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 because it, it, it was also happening in the middle part of the episode uh, when she came in. He was starting to write that email um, when she was asking him what he was doing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Are you masturbating? No. Why does everybody keep asking me this? <laughs> yeah, because the other guy had just asked him the same thing. Like I said, it, apparently it's a thing. It's, it's gross. It's the go-to thing at work. <laughs> So, yeah, he actually got that email, sent that email off right there at the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, if you didn't see the email, because it kind of came and went really quick, it said uh, Daniel and Stephanie, which is Alice's mother and father, and it said, I'm sorry to start this so bluntly, but there's really no pretext. Alice is gone. She died, saving me, our friends, and an entire world. This might sound like a hyperbole, but I swear to God it's not. She gave her life knowingly, willingly for us, and she's not coming back. I am so sorry. 
I don't even know how to start telling you the whole story, but it doesn't matter why she died. It's just matter. It just matters how your daughter, his thumbs in a way, beautiful daughter, my actions, then me, her life. So yeah, Quentin is such a drama queen. There is absolutely no way in the world that Dean Fogg did not tell these people that their daughter was dead already and that he didn't they didn't do it in in, in person. If they find out for whatever reason, if they find out that Alice is dead via email, I would jump in this TV and kick Quentin's ass myself. Uh That's something you tell people in person. You don't send it in an email. I feel like that was his dear diary moment and I wanted him not to send it. He actually has eight commas in that entire first <laughs> paragraph, too, which because is kind of crazy. I'm like, oh, come on, dude. Uh, go crazy. He needs to go back to school. Yeah. And then he sees Alice. That was awesome. Ghost Alice, who... Out the uh, shade Alice. It kind of said, uh, uh, help me is kind of what I That's what I, I felt like, too. I, I really it. felt like that's what she said. I watched it a couple little times, though, and I'm like, it could be something else. It could be, are you masturbating in your office? No, I didn't think it was that one, but. Did you sleep with Emily? Uh, yeah. That's really gross, Q. Come on, Emily. It could have been that. Right. <laughs> no, I feel like it was help me. So, I, I, it could happen. It's a magical show. Yes, yes, it could. Alice is awesome. Olivia, she's an amazing actress. Mm-hmm. This might not be the last we've seen of her. And that would make me very happy. Right. I think she's. Well, I think we're going to see more of her. I'm not. I'm not going with her. She's dead and gone, gone. Or she might be dead, but she's not gone. Right. I mean, look, look, look at the world we're in. You have the Beast. You have uh, Renard. We, like I said, it's it's a magical existence. Like she could have elevated to be something else. Oh, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And so could Charlie. Charlie could have done something when he burned up too. Exactly. They don't know. They just, because he burned up and left that reality, they, we don't really know what actually happened to him. Yeah, what happened to Alice's body? They, they buried her, right? Right. They did bury her. But her, her. spirit, her shade. Like, that's why they keep talking about shade. It could be. She was a little darker than she was in before. Yeah. She did have some uh, eyes around her. I mean, some rings around her eyes there. Yeah, she did. She was apparently having a way better time than Marina was. Yeah, oh, for sure. For sure. So look, she could totally come back. I mean, look at how many times Sam and Dean Winchester have come back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It Good can happen. Okay, so who we want to go with next? We got that storyline covered Ooh. with. Well, like we said, Elliot and Jules are pregnant. Uh-huh. Not, not pregnant together. <laughs> Finn, Elliot's wife, is pregnant. And I, I honestly couldn't tell... Who was more freaked out, Elliot or Julia? And they are both freaked out for very good reasons. Well, Elliot less so. He's just a drama queen, yeah, of course. But uh, to... Julia, poor, poor Julia, she cannot catch a break. She gets raped, and now she's pregnant. Like, you you knew exactly what it was she, when she threw up that. And watching, um, uh, what's her name? Katie? I keep calling her Jade. That's her real Katie. name. Katie. Katie. When she was watching Katie eat that pizza. Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden, it was like, ugh. And Katie's like, uh, dude, that's the second time you've thrown up today. Right. And, and yep. No! She, she's preggers. Yeah. No. No. It's horrible. So of course she makes an appointment immediately and she talks to the doctor. The doctor wants her to wait, but the doctor immediately can tell that something happened to her. Mm-hmm. Like she's clearly traumatized. And like they, they said, Okay, we can do this tomorrow. Yeah. What was up with the receptionist though? 
Well, Katie and Julia had an abortion talk because apparently Katie had had an abortion at one point in time also. So, yeah. you know, they're best bitches. So they're there. They for are each best other. bitches. They're really going with that one. I'm down for it. So when Julia went in for the appointment, I was at a loss on that one too. I was like, okay, why did the receptionist just delete the the um, re- reservation that she had there, the appointment? I, I feel like Renard somehow, like how, no, but how? It's, like it's, he, he didn't take her over completely. It's either Renard or like the baby that's has what I'm power. Sa- right, that's what I'm something. saying. When they got into the surgery and the doctor couldn't do what she needed to do. And then she ended up killing herself. It's either, a, I don't think it's a protection spell. I, well, it's either a protection spell, but I think it's the baby is, you know, casting its own thing. Yeah. Going, yeah. yeah Cause uh, at one point in time, uh, Julia said, look, you have wards and stuff. You can, you, you're protected against whatever is making people um, like not let this happen. Like, right. let's just do this, do the fixes right now. And of course, Katie is not qualified to do this at all. And there's a dead body in the room. Right. Exactly. With the wards that they're talking about, we brought, they brought this up last week with Penny. Penny yeah. was like, dude, I was trying to sleep, but I can't only hear you to you know to Elliot and he was like I mean to Quentin he was like oh fine I'll redo my word so I, I don't complain so oh. much so I so, think possibly the child the god god child half, thing half demigod right is has its own words going on because I don't think that Renard did it I mean he could have done I it. was waiting for him to pop up like if he knew about it he would have been in the room actually I was waiting for this whole brindle fly thing to happen oh god not the brindle fly <laughs> but Come yeah on. I, no, I agree with you. If Renard knew about it, he would have shown up. Yeah. This is why I so think I, I'm thinking it was the little demigod. Yeah. This is the baby. And so, yeah, Julia's going to end up having to go to the um, the rehab where um, Penny almost got new hands uh-huh. and where Quentin got a wooden arm. Yeah, they're going to end up in Fillory. Hopefully. Because, like, the first instinct, of course, was, well, can't we magically take care of this? And Katie was like, no, nah, not unless you want to lose your liver and heart and stuff. And like, that's like, really. I'm good with yeah. that. <laughs> go for it. I'm out. I'm go. Make it happen. No, I, I, it's very exacting. So, no, we can't do that. Mm. I'm not an expert. Oh, we forgot. You know to... who would have done it? Marina. Oh, Marina wouldn't have had any. She not done. We're good. It'll happen. Yeah. She would have not blinked twice in doing it for her, I'm sure. So, we missed the fact. We didn't, we didn't talk about the p- point when Penny's there with the Russian professor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he knows that things are on a downflow with the magic and his whole yeah. plan is he's saving magic yeah so we have this whole thing where um, poor penny's going through the whole karate kid movie mm-hmm. <laughs> where he has to what sand the table and everything and 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 then all of a sudden the professor says like don't you understand why we're doing this like we're we're saving up magic like it's a whole we're gonna put this here like it's a little battery and that makes sense. Like, why wouldn't you do something like that? Well, he, Why wouldn't they all do something like that? Because I don't think everybody really knows about it in the sense that he does. I'm sure he knows, you know, the, the deans talk to him and everything else. But he has his own chart and he knows this. So that's part of his thing. He hangs out there by himself. So there you go. I think he's going to, his little device is going to be a saving grace at some point in time. Just what happens, we'll have to see. And on to Fillory. 
Oh, boy. So, of course, we had the whole throwing up as Julia's way of finding out she was pregnant. And uh, Elliot is hanging out in the throne room, just chilling. And then here comes Finn with a little talking rabbit. With a rabbit. <laughs> pregnant. 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 Elliot's <laughs> like, what the hell is that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> is that for real? And he looked freaked out. Oh, I'm, yes. Elliot, I mean... He has gone through so much stuff. This is not where he wants to be. He is so far out of his comfort zone. Yeah. You know, <laughs> being the ruler of the kingdom, having to stay there, having all this responsibility, having a wife that he's really not totally into. Yeah. Ellie's like, I just want to party and graduate. Leave me alone. Yeah. He doesn't want to do anything else. Now she's got a talking rabbit that says she's pregnant. Yeah. I, I, don't like the fact that she he's so not caring to Finn. Well, he eventually gets there. He does. It takes a while, but I still think that's going to come back and get him but, at one point in time. Yeah, but remember, this was not a marriage of love. Right, but she's into it. She's into it, but he's mostly into dudes. Right, but she was into it that whole time that they we had the the living clay version, and you know she was having a lot of fun that day. Well, she just had fun while he was having fun. Like, she wouldn't have had as much fun if he wasn't with that one dude. Right. Um, like, he's just doing what he has to do to make it work. And I'm just wondering how much longer it can last, especially with what we know now. Yeah, the children of Earth, are, are, the natives are trying to take out the children of Earth. The Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters. Yeah, so uh, right after Elliot gets the news, all of a sudden, somebody tries to take him out from behind. And who saves the day? Margo. Of course, Margo. I love her. Margo the Destroyer. There's a reason behind that name. Yeah. It was it's coming out. There you are. So in the the group council with all the high leaders of the land and stuff like that, they all just want to kill them in really interestingly weird ways, especially the sloth. Yeah. What was that? We're gonna hook each of his limbs up to a centaur. And then have him pull, and then the fifth one is going to do the pull. And uh, those, yeah. And then there was going to be a spike somewhere. Yeah, that was the whole, yeah. That's very bloody. That's very Game of Thrones. Yeah, very much so. Which was the other part when they're trying to figure out how to do this with democracy and execution, and Ned Stark comes up. That was an awesome moment. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. Ned Stark. In The Magicians, which led me to go, when do they have time to watch these shows? Come on. Oh, they have plenty of time. They're, magi they're magical. They, they have DVR wherever they go. I want to see that. I want to see Elliot watching Game <laughs> of Thrones and Fillory and have all these people go, all righty <laughs> then. I mean, he has to learn somehow, like, the right things to do and the wrong things to do. All this boy needs is dragons at this point. <laughs> Give him dragons and they'll be fine. Yes. There has to be a dragon in Fillory. Come on, it's Fillory, uh, right? Exactly. So, Elliot talks to Baylor and, you know, asks him that whole thing of, you know, what would you do to run the kingdom if you are on the throne? And... Eventually, he says something to him that we don't catch, but Elliot waves his sentence, which Margo is not very, very happy about at all. Yeah, and she says, as High Queen, I disagree with this. And unfortunately, Elliot has the last word. Uh -huh. And she's like, damn, what the patriarchy bastards. <laughs> How dare they? they they're going to have two queens and two kings and only listen to the one king? Um, nah. 
Well, I guess if he's not around, they listen to him. But the Foo Fighters, they want him off the, uh, the children of Earth or to be gone. And like Elliot said, dude, talk to uh, um, what's his name? Baylor? No, the God. Um. Oh, hold on. What the poop, dude? Yeah. Ember. Yeah. So Elliot says, dude. Talk to Ember. He's the one that decreed that, you know, children of Earth would sit on the thrones. It's not our idea because I would leave if I could. And he means that right. so much. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, he's, he's stuck there as king now. So what are they going to do? Uh, they, they don't have to be stuck. They will fix this. At some point in time, this season or next season, Elliot will be able to go back. And he won't be a king anymore, and he might not like that. <laughs> How, how's it going to go with Finn, though? What What is she going to do? I don't, I don't know that that's going to um, last. Because we find out that she used to be a Foo Fighter also. Yeah. And she is really I, close I with Balin I honestly don't know there. that that's going to last. What, her being a Foo Fighter or her being Bo, Her Elliot? being pregnant. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I don't see a baby fitting into this storyline. Oh, come on. It'd be a cute baby. They can name her Alice. It would be such a cute baby. That's what he said. He's like, this baby is going to be awesome and cute. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, yeah. But I, 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 you think Finn could die? I think if Finn died or if Finn was killed, that would set Elliot on the warpath. Really? I think it really would. I think he'd really be a little upset about that whole thing. Upset? Yes. Warpath? No. It depends. If it's somebody that he said, you know, I'm going to waive your sentence and all that, and who was trying to kill him and ends up killing her, I think it would set him somewhere. Margo the Destroyer could go out and go to town. Yeah, I could see Margo going off before I can see Elliot going off. So Margo got mad. Did she just leave and go back to Earth? Uh, She probably went to her room, hang out for a little bit. Did you catch the next season of Game of Thrones? Yeah, to figure out her next move. <laughs> I love that they made that list out. That was cool. Start calling her Khaleesi and see what happens. Hey, if anybody has dragons, <laughs> it will be Margo. So Margo's out going trying to find a dragon somewhere. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Or they're going to get those uh, there's this Keiko demons again. Oh, that was one of the things that we did see also. When Quentin was taking his shower time, he still mm-hmm. has the tattoo on his back. Yeah, that's not going away ever. Well, that's we know that was holding the demons in there, but he still has a tattoo on his back, and that was one of the things that they talked about. The professor yeah. talked about. He said, as you grow, the words and letters of your tattoo will you know, expand also, which will give you power. That whole thing that I brought up before, I think those tattoos are going to be some type of ward that's going to help him out at some other point in time. I think so, too. And I, I think it was interesting that Emily noticed the tattoo. Mm-hmm. Like, something's going to come up with her noticing the tattoo was there. Right. I just, I just don't know what. Yeah, I, something's going to happen with the tattoos. The tattoos just weren't a one and done. Right. There's a reason. Because they very easily could have just not had the tattoo on there. And we could have just gone, okay, the Keiko Dima came out and took the tattoo with it. And I think everybody would have been fine with that and go, okay, that makes sense. You know, you're holding a demon in your back. It would take the tattoo with you. Oh, for sure. You know, like it does. <laughs> so I think that about everything. You got anything else? No, I think we covered everything. Uh, just can't wait to see what happens next week. So at this point in time, Quentin is probably ready to head back to Brickbills or to find 
Alice's shade. Well, now that he's seen her, he's not going to go nine to five anymore. Yeah, like that wasn't working for him anyway. He's got a mission. He's got to find her. Yeah. So if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for Incorporated, Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, and some other shows. There are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. Yeah, we actually have an interview that we did recently for someone who's going to be in the new Prison Break reboot, revival. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a lot of fun, so look for that to drop soon. And if you have any thoughts or comments about this episode, let us know in the comments section below or hit us up on Twitter or our Facebook page or any of the Facebook pages, Pure Fandom, Brad and Cork Talk, and Helsing, whichever. Wherever, whatever. (laughs) So until next time. Practice that glamorous spell with your mouth. See if you can do it, but don't smoke because that's dangerous. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.